Hello and welcome back to the Landmark Theatre's Q&A podcast. In this episode, we'll hear a discussion with actress Juliette Binoche about her latest film, Who You Think I Am, moderated by Landmark Theatre's Margot Gerber. Good afternoon. My name is Margot Gerber and I'm with Landmark Theatres and we're very thrilled to have Juliette Binoche uh, with us today for an interview supporting her new film, Who You Think I Am. Juliette Binoche is a Parisian-born actress, artist, and dancer who received the Academy Award, BAFTA Award, European Film Award, Screen Actors Guild Award, and the Hollywood Foreign Press Association's Golden Globe for her turn in the 1996 film, The English Patient. Binoche also holds the unique distinction of being the only female to win Best Actress honors in all three main European film festivals, the Palme d'Or at Cannes for Certified Copy in 2010, both the Volpe Cup and Passanetti Award at Venice for Three Colors Blue in 1993, and Berlin Silver Bear for The English Patient in 1996. Today, she's here with us to discuss the new Cohen Media Group release, Who You Think I Am, a romantic cyber drama turned psychological thriller. In the film, she plays a dual role. As Claire, she's a mature literature professor, author, and single mother of two adolescent boys. And in the role of her online avatar, 24-year-old Clara, she's engaged in a steamy relationship with a young photographer. Who You Think I Am is currently playing in landmark theaters nationwide. And welcome, Juliette Binoche. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, so this in this film, social media plays a very pivotal role. And I'm wondering what is your relationship with social media and maybe before the film and now? Um, well, it's a kind of, a, it's the presence in, in one's life now. <laughs> And, and you learn to put it aside <laughs> because it's eating up a little bit of your time and, and can be a, a, into the realm of obsession. So I had different moments with uh, Instagram because that's the social media I'm using. Um, and I love it. And at the same time, I think it's you really have to train yourself to not be um you know uh want to check it you know every in the morning and evening you know it's a it's a kind of love and hate relationship that i have with uh this instagram thing but if you want to share something it's it can be really cool because it's so personal it's there and you can also um see in the intimacy of some others you love, you know, what's going on. So it's, um, it's a weird kind of a situation, I think, uh, this uh, social media thing. But if you use it well, I think it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you kind of have to study up on it before you took on this role? Just to learn how other people were using it? Well, um, the director asked me, you know, uh, to, uh, to look at, you know, how it's organized because I don't have, you know, I only know how to use Instagram. I don't use the others. Uh, and I think um, also because, uh, and he didn't hide from it, but he, he got 
attract with a woman who uh, pretended to be 25 years old. So he knew about this situation very well. So he showed me how it worked and how in, in, on his own, um, what was it, uh, the name of it? Um, uh, Facebook, you know, and how it works and all that because I'm not familiar with it. So aside from relying on, of course, the script and then reading the book that the film was adapted from, what was your preparation process like for creating these two distinct characters for the film? Well, the, the behavior, you know, she's a university teacher and, and so the behavior between this, you know, uh, this world she knows so well and the world of being this, you know, young woman believing that she's, she's, you know, she's a young woman again. And, and after in the novel, she's creating, you know, what is this character? So it's going from one to the other. And the, 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 in the, in the way of moving and emotionally, I had to study and, and uh, uh, Susan Batson helped me. She's a acting coach and we worked together for maybe three weeks together. Uh, and uh, so I prepared like that and I reread the script and my work by myself also and, uh, and be inspired by, you know, the situation, you know, how it feels like. Um, also, I had wonderful uh, actors to work with and uh, Francois Civil, who's playing the, 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 the boy and also uh, the, the therapist. Um, and when you have good partners, it's easier. <laughs> Acting is easier. In your role as Claire, you express such visceral anguish at not being able to reveal your true self to Alex, but it could be said that Claire doesn't reveal herself in person because she's lied about her age and who she actually is. But she could also be said that she's really enjoying this relationship that they're having where it's completely sort of a cerebral relationship. What were you giving yourself as the motivation in those scenes where you're um, so clearly conflicted and it's all showing in your face and your body movements? I'm not sure it was intellectual. I think there's maybe at the beginning, she's playing a little bit, you know, on that, in that way to see where it's going when she starts writing and see that the response, the back and forth, you know, enjoying that game. But after a while, and that's the thing, the belief system in her changes and she believes in it. And that's where it takes her into a little bit of a uh, a place where it's it can be dangerous. She, you know, she she loses track of, you know, of her motherhood, for example, or, you know, uh, and so uh, I think that it's it it becomes uh, the need is enhanced and. And she goes more and more into uh, into that 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 need, and it becomes a prison in a way because there's a moment she can go further. Otherwise, the boy, you know, is going to find out who she is, uh, and that's why the the story is so great because you 
you go deeper and deeper and deeper because after that you go into her imagination you know when she writes the story and what she would have liked to to live and yet she stops because her subconscious is just uh cannot deal with it with being happy with that situation because there's there's probably some kind of block inside her that where she can see herself, you know, past 50 years old, that she can be happy with a young man. And so it, it, it just put, put in question, put a lot of questions, this story, because of the, you know, what it is, what is the, what is our need? And, and also it triggers the, I think, the abandonment issues. Uh, you know, when you feel abandoned, how do you deal with it? And, and in a lot of cases, you know, we know that some women are being left at that age, probably because the man is also in a place where you upside down because you, you, you put in question all that, that, you know, that time of shift into another layer of your life. And it's uh, for some people, it's well known. It's called the Kieran, the Kieran return, C-H-I-R-O-N. And it's a place where you revisit very deep themes in your childhood uh, that are very hard to, um, to master in a way, you know, to overcome. So I think for her, one of them is the, the ab abandonment issue. And so that's why it hits so badly. So when she is in, in front of a therapist, she doesn't want to deal with it. She's lying, even though she is in a place where she's supposed to say the truth, but she cannot say it because it feels like she's going to fall down into a hole until when it's said, it's that something changes because it, when you say it, there's an acceptance somehow of being able to, you know, uh, to say the truth. Um, but she fooled herself. That's the, that's the tragedy of it. That's because it's, it's always hard to feel abandoned, but I would say it's even harder when you're 50 years old because you've gave so much into your life. You, you know, you bet on that relationship until, you know, you were going to live until the end. And it just stopped and you feel like a band, you feel it's not fair. So she played with the games until she has to face again, the truth of it all. Mm. I, one of my favorite scenes in the film is actually when she does sort of abandon motherhood and drives around in circles while she's talking, while her sons watch that, that is classic. <laughs> Love that scene. And your reaction at the end when the kids are like, what's going on with you, mom? Um, so I'm curious technically how you shoot a film like this so that you as an actor can separate the two characters and be able to play one. Did you actually shoot the different characters on different days or were there days where you had to be Clara and Claire? No, shooting days, you know, you mix. It's very rare then when a film can, can help the actors play. <laughs> Usually it's upside down. Sometimes I was, I was playing the three of them. So I had different wigs and yeah, no, it's, it's tough. But that's the game, you know, you've got to know 
you know, it's like you, when you play a partition and they're the slow and the, the, the more rapid one and it has different, and you know, you, you get into it. Uh, the beginning is difficult. Then after that, it, you, you, get, you get it because it's in your bones, it's in your skin. It's, uh, you don't think about it too much. And, um, but it was, even though it was very demanding because emotionally it was such a roller coaster, you know, of so many emotions. And, and I have to say that going through the therapy thing was the worst. And we did, that we did at the end of the filming. And that was smart because I had all the film with me, in me before, because we shot that, all, all the scenes before. And the last two weeks were, was just um, therapy. And I have to say, I felt like I'm going through hell. <laughs> I felt like I had to revisit and relive everything. And, ugh. It was, there were moments I felt sick of all that pain because it's, it's so painful to uh, face one's truth in a way, especially when you've been lying to yourself. You know, it's painful to, to know that you've been, you, you, you allow yourself to, to lie. It doesn't help. It just push, pushes the, the pain further down. So, um, but when the film was over, I was so happy. <laughs> it's like, you know, after therapy, you're always ha happier. <laughs> Must be interesting going through therapy for problems that aren't actually in your real life, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know, actors, what we do, we try to really bring the intimacy of what we know and acting is also about knowledge. You know, an actor has to revisit recreating life and revisit um, uh, layers so people can be in touch with what's going on. Of course, we're playing for the audience and that's what we're serving a story, we're serving emotions, we're serving transformation, we're serving a consciousness. Um, but if you've got to go down, if you don't go down, you don't have what needs to go through the eyes, what needs to go through the pores of your, of your skin. It needs to be alive because it's not about just learning lines. It's about the intention behind it that makes that it's reaching the others. Otherwise, the, when the, the reader reads words, he puts his own intention into it. And, and, but the actress does is a bridge in between. That, that's why, you know, there is so much need for films in a way. People are watching a lot of stories because they're kind of rehearsing and visiting something in them that may help them in life. That's very interesting. I like that. Um, so my last question is um, the therapist in the film says something that's really kind of um, interesting. She says that with each patient, she changes a little bit and or, the, or the, the experience of working with that patient changes her a little bit. And I'm wondering if that's the same way with roles that you play as an actress and if playing in this film um, 
enlightened you or changed you a little bit after meeting the characters of Claire and Clara? Um, not really. I understand her. I understand her also because I was a little older than her. Uh, and going through my, my 50 year old, you know, in between 50, 51, 90, 90, 49, um, I went through a tough period of time. So what she was going through in the film, I, I felt for her, (laughs) um, but I, I, so I got it, um, because I know that's a pivotal age. And if you don't get it, it you can be on a, on a road that takes you in a place that is not you. And so you've got to go somehow descend into your wounds in order to really know what you want and, and to, to master certain big emotions that, that are tough to go through. And so uh, there are themes like, you know, uh, big ones like, well, the feeling of abandonment is one of them. And I think this film is, is really, um, you know, uh, facing it. But there's um, uh, the belief that nobody can love you or that you always be going to be betrayed or, uh, you know, there's there's a belief system that we we it's like like a protection that we put it in our heart in order not to feel. I don't know if it's uh, mm-hmm. so. So when you revisit that, you suddenly realize that it wasn't true. The belief system I I I, I put in myself. Uh, that is functioning in myself is actually not the true person that I am, who I am. And so it takes a while to unplug that belief system. And so when you unplug that, there's a freedom that comes with it. And, and at the end of the film, that's why, you know, she can call. Um, I mean, certain people think she will... She hasn't learned anything, you know, because she's calling this young man again. But I think she, for me, she can call again because she'll be able to face him now because she was able to say the truth to herself. Well, it's definitely a provocative film and I hope that a lot more people go out to see it than have already seen it. It's getting amazing reviews and um, the Cohen Media Group is releasing it in theaters, including Landmark Theaters, uh, before it goes out in any other format. So I just wanna thank you again, Juliet, for uh, spending a little bit of time with us today and for your very insightful um, answers about what the act of being an actor is. So thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Landmark Theatre's Q&A podcast. If you want to hear more conversations with filmmakers about the latest independent, foreign, and documentary films opening at Landmark Theatres, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or visit our podcast website at landmarktheaters.podbean.com. You can also check out our YouTube channel for videos of Q&As and other exclusive content. See you next time.